Welcome to Accountability, where we exist to give you learned truths and live experiences from deep inside the spiritual online business space. This is where opinionated people come to speak their peace without judgment, attacks, or cancel culture looming on the doorstep. Our emotions have been brewing. It's time to spill the tea. So Gwen. Yes. Today, um, because we know this episode is getting released right around Halloween, we decided to talk about the pendulum swing in the online business space between those that have been practicing and selling new age principles that swing all the way either back or for the first time into Christianity. Yep. This is a big, big topic. Oh my God. It's a monster. And I know you were deep diving and I was deep diving. Mm -hmm. And like, if we, this is another one where if we talked as much as we wanted to, it'd be like eight hours minimum. And that's just with the information we have so far. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I was on like, I, I really, the, what I sent you just for research, like this is the most condensed version because I was on YouTube, TikTok. I was like so deep into it. And I felt like I could have just continued to go on and on and on down this wormhole. It was very, very interesting. And I was like, oh, God, this is large. (laughs) Which that makes me have a secret nerd love for you because you said that you were going into YouTube and TikTok. And meanwhile, I was like deep diving into like web resources and like following links to like people's like own pages and then looking. Some of it came from like YouTube interview people where I saw it. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, I was in like the Wikipedias and I was even in like PubMed articles. And I, like, I, was like, I mean, I, I went down that slightly, oh, I'm sure. but I, I was just like, I started at YouTube, went to TikTok and then I even found, um, God, what was the link? It was like to some sort of like state website, some sort of like government website about this, which I thought was very interesting Hello. in and of itself. Like what? why is this on a government platform? So anyway, I won't even like touch that. Let's just keep it moving. Well, that's super fun. And that actually, I mean, I suppose that can even be tied into obviously like new age beliefs have been around for a while, but obviously they're the explosion that people link it to is in the seventies with like the hippie movements, which obviously was also anti-war. Like I'm sure that we've been on the government's radar. Yes. I will not really touch this, but there are lots of three-letter agency studies and experiments that have touched on on all of this. And I'm just going to literally that, I'm going to leave that right there. If we want to go down that at a later date, let's consider it. But I'm not going to touch anymore on the the three-letter agencies. Yes. Yes. So before I ask you the question, this one just feels important for people to know in this episode. So I'm going to, I'm going to quote just a few things real quick before I, we fully dive into it so that everyone can be on board because you and I, we're going to interchange new age and the occult interchangeably throughout this podcast, but technically uh-huh. they're slightly different things. They just have an, a lot of overlay. So I just want listeners to know, like, we're not being very technical. We're kind of going to re- talk about them as though they're the same thing, the same way you talk about Christianity, even though there's all those different, you, you know, you could be Catholic or Lutheran or Baptist, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we're talking about new age and occult the same way we're talking about like Christian doesn't mean you all believe the exact same thing sort of things. But new age technically, like, you know, in Western society, it kind of grew in the seventies. 
it was all about mind, body, spirit, you know, zeitgeist is very whatever. And it's all about spirit. So it follows a lot of things, spiritualism, new thought, theosophy, UFO, religion, counterculture, right? Like mysticism. It was big in the UK around the same time. So like 1970s expanded in 80s, 90s in the United States. So new age is typically like holistic. It's more about like semi-divine non-human entities like angels and masters that you can communicate with with channeling and obviously all the things that fall into everything with that or versus a cult which is usually where you talk like magic black magic that's like psychic mediumship ouija boards which new age all pretty much gets into minus ouija boards you know tarot cards sigils sex magic which we've talked about you know in our past episodes with ceo and even polarity so I just want to read like these are occultist beliefs where most will believe a majority of these, maybe not all. And these are so true in the online business space as well. So one is there's no absolute truth. Two is that experience and and sometimes nature for some informs one's truth and ethics. Three is there's a unifying energy or forces in creation that humans can access to alter reality. That's like manifestation. Four is power is neutral. Meaning like, and this goes hand in hand with that good and evil are two sides of the same coin and should be balanced like yin and yang. And well, yin and yang doesn't necessarily mean good and evil, but you know what I mean? Like it's everything's a balance, right? And nature's not ours to judge, basically. Um, There may be deceptive or even evil spirits, but Satan doesn't exist as an actual personal being. These are still occult beliefs. I'm just reading through. Uh, One can imbue objects with power. That would be like charging your crystals in the moonlight. The rationale has its place, but intuition has priority. We see that all the time. That's how a lot of women get led into these like, well, what do you feel rather than like asking the hard questions when joining a program and then death results in reincarnation or death is final. So those are considered occult beliefs that most will believe a majority of, um, but new age in the online business space definitely falls into a majority of those as well. So those were from Wikipedia and Christianity.org.uk. Oh, and also Christian Research Journal, Volume 31, 5. So now that everybody's up to speed, Gwen. <laughs> I was like, I swear this was like last episode where you're like, and here's a brief history lesson. It's like a compulsive need. Like, I know that this is actually really important because I don't want anybody coming for us that's not it, the occult that's it gets that's yeah. new age like it's good to kind of like cover our ass on that so it gets so murky because i think a, a you know a good majority of people in the online business space would call themselves new age and a cult almost even has this like unless you consider yourself a witch and unless you like voice that you practice magic white magic usually usually it's it's intended for the good of others or the good of nature, or the good of mankind that we experience in, in the online business space, right? It's all about helping others and with these good intentions. Like, unless you actually come out and say that you do occultist type practices, like new age people will be like, oh God, no, it's not the occult, but, mm-hmm. but it is. And that's, that's it what is. I will. Okay. So I won't do deeper history lessons, but now that like every listener is kind of up to date, as long as they kept up with my spew that I just, my compulsive spew, Gwen. Yes. You and I both were raised in Christian religions. So we've definitely touched on this before, but I want to know, like, what was like the ultimate thing that led you to some new age practices or to exploring new age practices? I don't know if it was necessarily like one thing, but I can tell you what 
piqued my curiosity was the fact that how I was raised, anything that was mystic of any type was totally like off limits. No, no. So like I couldn't use the word lucky. Like you couldn't say that somebody was lucky because that implied that it was not from God, right? Like they were fortunate, blessed. I couldn't have a a rabbit's foot. Again, it was like a symbol, luck with it. Like the golden bowl, idolization. Exactly, idolization. I couldn't eat Lucky Charms. I couldn't watch the Smurfs because of magic. Um, I couldn't watch Care Bears, like My Little Pony. So like a lot of these really like culturally popular things that when I was growing up were like super off limits. When I began to question things, there was some situations that happened with my family, with the church, more my father that really like kind of opened my eyes to like something feeling kind of off within that form, that brand of religion. So it wasn't just one thing, but it was the fact that all of these things that were so culturally popular were so off limits for me, where like it almost made me want it even, even more, especially when there was a situation that happened within the church where I felt isolated. And I remember feeling like very betrayed and it was betrayed by the people, not by God. Yeah. And that's typically the case with with anybody, right? It's the people within the church. Or the organization mm-hmm. as a whole. It's the organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, I would say, that's where my curiosity got peaked. And then oddly enough, I guess maybe this is kind of like a pivotal point for me. I remember finding meditation music in Barnes & Noble. Mm. And that kind of led me down like learning about meditation. And that was really the moment that I began to explore these other elements of um, spirituality, which can I just say that that always actually confused me. I always considered spirituality to be like with God. And as I began to learn about these other teachings, that spirituality like even just in the research with this, like if you look up spirituality, it's a spiritual businesses. It is going to take you down the road of tarot cards, crystals, those types of search results are going to come up and nothing actually to do with your spirituality with Christ, God. Right. Which is very interesting to me that the definition of that has been almost like taken over by New Age. I think it's totally been hijacked. And I guess maybe it probably goes to the fact that if you talk about Christianity, Christian beliefs, it's one very specific thing. Whereas people will relate to themselves as being spiritual uh-huh. or having spiritual beliefs. And they they almost like, <laughs> I'm speaking for all of us because I tend to do that. And I know that not everybody fits this mode, but a lot of us have experienced like we've deep dove into a bunch of different religions and then we dabbled into some of the practices that those religions practice which leads to meditation which leads to transcendentalism leads to yoga leads to all these things and that's actually like a fun one to talk about with you but that way we all just kind of commingle it and be like well I don't even I can't even define what I believe anymore so I'm just I Uh believe spiritually like I'm not an atheist I'm not a non-believer in anything I definitely believe in higher powers but like what label that is. It's just a conglomerate of my journey. And so many of us share that. And something that Mm -hmm. we found too, 
So one of the ways that we were planning on starting this was talking about like the women that had built businesses in the new age. Oh yeah. And then one day just fully, like it it caused ripples and waves because some of these were OGs. Like some of these were pre online business space when online business space really started like growing, like they were the first ones on there. This is how they made their living. They were household names if you were in it in that time. And that was kind of what inspired it. And then one day they shut it down and it's just like, so they completely denounced their life's work. Yeah. Which leaves so many people going like, oh my God, I followed you. Like, not that they were their gurus, but it's almost like, well, you were almost my guru. You were in my inspiration. So like, what took you over? And it just becomes like this battle of the, the light and dark forces and who's light and who's dark is just depending on what side you're on. Insert standard commercial. Hi, I'm Katie of Gwen and Katie. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to hit subscribe and head over to IWantTheTea.com where you just might inspire our next show topic. And I'm Gwen. If that almost made you want to turn this off, we'll probably work well together. If you're an online business owner in need of someone to hold the big vision of your next project or guide you to the next steps of its fruition, you can find my current offerings at GwenTanaguchi.com. I was very curious about that because I always ask, right, in every episode, okay, well, like, what was the shift, right? I I, I want to understand the mindset of somebody. Mm-hmm. So part of my research was actually in that, like, I've watched so many testimonials from New Age to Jesus, and I was actually surprised at what I was learning with that, that it had less to do with them not feeling good about the tactics or like the crystals or the readings, the tarot cards, the psychic readings and mediums and all of that. I was actually really surprised to find out that there were events that were taking place in these people's lives that were so dark that they couldn't help but reflect on some of these practices that they've built their livelihood on and the impact that that was actually playing out. So getting cancer, um, having multiple people like die around them, trying to take breaks from significant others that had introduced them into this world. And when they took breaks, everybody was reaching out to them, like on social media, like so-and-so is trying to get a hold of you, them having dreams about this person and being like super, super pushed to contact these people where it's like, it could only be an evil force trying to get them to go back because they were beginning to pull away. There are more that I was like passing up and there's more that I didn't even get to. But these are like hundreds of testimonies of these events that were taking place in these practitioners' lives that were so dark that they literally were like questioning everything. And in their testimonies that they've closed down businesses that they've had for a decade, you know, some shorter than that, their business practice was built off of off of this and they've shut the doors and walked away it was trippy to hear about some of those like events that were happening it it matches what i found the only one i deep dove on was the one that i originally spoke with you about who's doreen virtue so she's the only one Mm -hmm. that i'm gonna name by name because she was she's the one when i'm talking like og she was a writer of so many books of like angel numbers and like she's She's behind all of that, speaking with your angels. I mean, she's on record saying all these things, and then she's just announced all of that. And if it were up to her, 
for a while, she was even giving people refunds if they purchased the book because she couldn't pull all of them from publication when she switched over. Then she couldn't afford to do that anymore. But like Chinese companies, she, she's claimed Chinese companies are like improperly reproducing these books and still making them available on Amazon because the original publishers have ran out. So like, it's kind of something that can't stop either. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like even with her, and I don't, I, I can't speak and say that she's related this to it, but like, she has a lot of tax problems for what, from when she was running her business and she still owes taxes on a lot of that, but she refuses at least at the point, the last point that I looked into this aspect of it, which was a couple months ago, I didn't double check this before the episode, but she, as far as I know, she was still paying on that and she was refusing to make money in any of the Christian ways that she now speaks on her Instagram. And this is something that you and I will talk about in another episode, but her and her husband have gotten regular jobs. Like they're, they just have regular jobs and she's a devout Christian and her Instagram is now devoted to Christian. How interesting that she won't make any money off of these like now Christian beliefs because again in my deep dive flipping to the other side i was very 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 shocked i don't know why why would i be shocked about this people are going to find ways to make money off of basically anything but there are like academies and blueprints on how to leave the that people are selling coursework that people are selling on how to leave the new age to Jesus. I don't know why that was so shocking to me to find that people were selling this probably because it feels like it goes against basically like the teachings of Jesus how at least I've been taught and interpreted it like this is free. Yeah. And so to be capitalizing on it just feels dirty. I agree. It feels dirty to me as well. But at the, you know what's funny about that, and I hadn't thought about this before, is that all a lot of people in the new age, uh, like a lot of people, I can't speak for everybody, but like a goodness gracious, pro- almost everybody I know has at least gone through this phase where when you first get into the new age and you believe that you have these And I'm not saying that people don't, but like when you believe that you have these special gifts that can help other people, so many people have a hard time charging for that. And it's also because a lot of people that are in the new age, they believe they're doing this for the good of others, for the good Mm -hmm. of humanity. And then it feels dirty potentially to charge for that. And that's that like literally there were coaches in the online business space that specifically targeted those people Mm -hmm. to teach them how to quote unquote charge for your gifts because you can't become depleted as well. You deserve to make a living as well. Like there was all this retraining throughout the new age space just in the last five years. It's still happening. Oh, for sure. But like, especially in the last five years that you, you and I have been deeply in the space that like the, the retraining has now so blatantly become money, which is hilarious how fast that happens. Um, and new people that enter into the space are usually the ones that are like, well, but it doesn't feel right. And it's now it's like, oh, well, it's your, it's your birthright. And it's almost this, this measure of how spiritually ascended you are, what your Mm -hmm. bank account looks like. So it's so Mm -hmm. funny to watch how I'm not funny. It's actually disheartening, but to watch how much that can get flipped because it's happening on both sides. Then it's exactly Mm -hmm. like you said, you know, like I flip back to the scene in the Bible where Jesus is flipping over the tables of merchants selling inside the church. And it's kind of like not in the house of God, you know, not in my father's house. It feels like that. It feels like that to me as well. 
like not in his name. And then it makes you, then it makes you question just how deep they were into it as well. And what they're gaining, because a lot of the people, I want to hear that if you've seen any of that, because a lot of the people that I studied and granted, this might be actually, I'm sorry, people, this might be an old number as well. We've talked about how the self-help industry is approaching to be a $25 billion industry. Is that correct? 23 to 25 in the coming years. I bet you it's more than that at this point. And then what could be, I think that was supposed to be happening like come 2023, but especially with more and more people leaving the workforce and recession and the the drive for like something better or being your own boss. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that I'm sure that will continue to change. But the, the number specifically for even like the new age practices of just like tarot reading and astrology and that was like 2 billion, 2 billion for just that market. And you see, you see it in, in media all the time too. Like not even just the mediums that have been on TV since the nineties, but I mean, reality TV shows right now, like Bling Empire, she hired somebody that literally said like, put your yoni to the sun. And Mm -hmm. everybody loves using the quotes of like millionaires have a business analyst and billionaires have an astrologer. People Mm -hmm. love, I'm paraphrasing because I'm terrible at quotes, but people love that quote. They use it all the time, right? Like that. Oh, the new age like is so consumerist. I look at all of the paraphernalia that's sold outside of the services. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have crystals. I don't know gems like this and crystals like this, but I mean, hundreds, right? That are sold in metaphysical stores. So you have crystals, you have yonis, you have oracle cards, tarot cards, incense, candles, all of the sprays, all of the potions that people have created, blessed, like for different rituals. I mean, yeah, all the sage bundles, like there's so much paraphernalia. Look at like, think about witches back in the day, like hearing about witches. It was all about like taking what you have from the earth yep, and using that. And somehow that's been turned into a cons- like something that people are consuming. Another consumable. It's very interesting. The, the shift, even with, with just that, like, the old school witches and what we know about about that to where the new age witches are now. I honestly like it's also convoluted because half the time too, like, don't you ever did you ever question like every time that somebody was selling crystals, I was like, I bet they're just buying these on like Alibaba. Or they're oh, from China. Like, right. For they're sure. They're China. not like, real knows? crystals. Totally. So like I remember do, watching some sort of like undercover on that actually that like really real crystals are fucking expensive and these people are selling these crystals for like a few bucks or 20 bucks and it's like real crystals are fucking pricey and so people are buying knockoffs of crystals and it was actually so i got um when i went to mexico i got some black obsidian and Mm. they were there's a lot of counterfeits in in mexico with a uh obsidian and I was taught how to like spot a fake. And I was just like, man, the, the fact that this is like even a market for counterfeit stuff like this is just cr- in a place where obsidian is readily available too. So right. I, yeah, it's tons of counterfeits. It just makes it, I mean, 
it just makes it as funny as the industry at a whole and everything that we talk about. Like it's like it's like everything starts from a good place. Even even okay. New Agers that leave Christianity. Let's say you're a devout Christian. This is not against Christianity, but a lot of at least the people that I deep dove into, right? A lot of them were so relatable to me. A lot of them had just a few like they were independent spirits. Maybe they had a bit of a rebel streak in them. And there were just certain things that couldn't be answered in Christianity. And when the answer is always just blind faith, blind faith, blind faith, which like rubbed me the wrong way too. I, and, and don't get me wrong. I think there's something really beautiful about faith and even new age beliefs require faith, right? Manifestation requires faith. It's all, if you can't mindset, they call it mindset, right? But it's faith. Uh It's It's the same thing. Um, which I know that even saying that can upset some people because they're going to be like, it's not the same thing. And a cult might be being led by this Luciferian agent, right? Like it, it is not the same thing, but like it can be broken down simply to the fact that they're having faith in something that's outside of themselves in the same way that people have faith in God. That's a, that, which God, I'm going to say this. And like, we're having faith in something that's outside of ourselves, even though there's teachings where it's, God is within us. So I say that and it's right. Everything, everything gets so murky here and that's what makes it hard, but that's also what makes it easy to see why the pendulum, like to people on either side, it almost looks like a pendulum swing, but like the deeper that we dove, the more it was like, you and I both like, this makes sense. This makes sense. This makes sense. Even the swing back you and I, well, I'll speak for me. The more that I was deep diving, the more I was just feeling cold to like explore Christianity again. Honestly, it was a pull back to Christianity. I was very, very, very surprised at the more I researched this, the more I was like, I need to study the Bible with a new lens. Yeah. Very interesting, like perspective shift in kind of deep diving into well, really like deep diving into the new age spiritual side and kind of like seeing things that didn't make, that don't make sense to me that feel like off. And then really like listening to all of these testimonies as well. I'm like, okay, I need to read the Bible and study the Bible with the, with the mindset that I have right now with this lens that I've just learned everything from. I'm very curious. I was surprised by that. Oh, I, I was surprised as well. And yet the deeper that I dove, the more it made sense. Like a lot of, so in a lot of the women's experiences that I read, I read all, I, I only read about three women's. They were all women. That's why I'm just saying women um, that, that left new age and went to, um, went back to Christianity or went to Christianity for the first time. Um, but they, a, a lot of them, when they were spoken candidly about their experiences, it's like, they they felt like me like there were questions that christianity just couldn't offer and they were asking the questions and it was either being met by you know somebody who doesn't know how to answer that which was very much my experience you know like mm-hmm. maybe it would have been different if there was a phd who had studied religion on the other end of me that could actually answer these questions but when there's mm-hmm. logical questions to me my my logic that can't be answered ooh I'm putting a pin in that. It was very hard to like blind faith to accept everything about a religion. If you can't accept certain parts, it naturally leaves this window open to then go like, well, what else fits there? Like, 
And then, mm-hmm. then you start this exploration and you start realizing how much overlap there is in all of the different religions. But then certain religions, the rituals are what would be considered semi-new age. You know, obviously that's, and this is where even when you were talking, it's just like, you know, like the commercialization and overtaking of other cultures for the sake of a profit is just at the forefront of this entire mm-hmm. industry. Right. Mm-hmm. And I believe that knowledge should be free. I believe as humans, that's natural for us to want to learn about other cultures. And if something works for us, we should be entitled to that. But the second that you start commercializing it, it always gets a nick, right? It always does. Mm-hmm. If it's not, I hate to say like, if it's not yours, but like, you know, if it's not ingrained in how you were raised, who you are, like what you, like, if you don't know the ins and outs, but moving on from that, like, I guess it was just, it was very eye-opening to see that they all left for the same things. And they were, look, they, they deep dove into other religions, just like I did. And then almost other religions kind of opened the gateway for some new age practices because mm-hmm. yoga comes from other religions. Meditation comes from other religions. Transcendentalism comes from other religions, you know, quieting the mind, like, mm-hmm. and, and neutrality, that neutrality that we mentioned as like an occult, quote unquote, that, mm-hmm. Like it's called a cult here, but that's not called a cult somewhere else. That's part of a culture and a religious culture somewhere else. And mm-hmm. so then, and then you start looking at the, you know, history buff here. Like then you see the histories and it's like when certain, like, I'm, I'm actually going to call Christianity out on this and I can only call it out based on my experience with Christianity. I'm not saying this is everywhere, but when like my experience with Christianity won't even acknowledge some of the cultures previous to Christianity that impact clearly impacted this or that share storylines, but existed thousands of years prior or hundreds of years prior or in a different part of the world. If you can't acknowledge that and there's records and data and way more than one story, you know, there's 32 stories where there's a virgin birth of a son, like, and how, how, how do you reconcile that as somebody like me? And then, and so many of these women shared the same things. Like it opened the doorway. Then all of a sudden they're seeing ants. Like the more you get into history, you see like, oh, ancient Egyptians studied the stars. Like astrology is, you know, astrology and becomes like super cool. And then it speaks to you because you're self-developing and self like, yeah. I actually saw somebody talk about this and it made sense. They're like, just because it's been around for a long time doesn't mean that it's good. Like evil has been around for a long time too. So the these teachings and concepts and things that are are new age like they've been around for a long time it it might be considered new age to us but like the devil's been around doing devilish shit trying to trying to like mislead people for right beginning of time at the beginning of time right so I've also, I mean, that's like the counter to that, right? Like just because the study of stars or the study of some of these like mystical beliefs and traditions have been around for a long time does not mean that they're good. No. And I a hundred percent agree at the same time. So one of the courses that I actually took, and I don't know how many people know this, my kids are named after this course that I took in college. I took philosophy of religion, but it was specifically of Christianity. It wasn't of religion. It was philosophy of the Christianity course. Um, uh, and it, that was great because it opened my brain. Like, actually, it was it was great and it was not because <laughs> it like it still didn't answer any questions. That's the beauty of philosophy. But that's just mm-hmm. it as well. Like, so something else with these women, this 
ties into the course for me, you know, I'm, you and I are both detectives. We are both diggers. We love wormholes. We love Mm -hmm. knowledge. Right. And the new age literally all kind of became this idea of like knowing thyself, like self-exploration. It gave people with curiosities tools to try to explore and almost take control of like understanding who they were. That's uh-huh. not honestly encouraged in Christianity from my from my Christian experience. In Christianity, it's exploring your relationship with God. But it's is not- that not exploring yourself? That's where it gets so tricky and there's never any answers, right? Because in, in Christianity too, God is 100%. Like, yes, there's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And yes, like God is within us all, but they definitely make it known that God is a separate entity versus mm-hmm. the new age, which personifies God within you. So let's talk Christian science real quick, because I actually found out and I didn't know that, that Doreen Virtue was actually raised Christian science. I believe she was raised fully new age, like fully mm-hmm. new age. Turns out she was raised Christian science. And for those that don't know, Christian science blends Christian principles, but with the idea that like, no, we're misinterpreting the Bible wrong. I'll look at all Jesus's quotes. He wants you to know that this power is within you. He want, he's showing, he's saying, I am the way he's saying like, just follow me. You have these powers too, right? Which Christianity says, no, no, no. Like he was the son of God, right? Like mm-hmm. you default to God for your prayer requests. Whereas Christian science was like, no, no, no. He wanted us to have this. This is the power. And that that's also like the gateway into like, it's all about manifestation. If you read, you know, and and it's all about self-healing and it's all about all these other things. It's definitely another gateway into it. So it's hard to, I feel like this, I feel like all of this though, is like just with anything else, you can find evidence to support any theory if you're looking for it. Isn't that what makes this, this is why this is the first one that I actually won't say is a pendulum swing. It's a slippery slope. I agree. It is not a pendulum swing at all. Like people might have gone from one seeming extreme to the next extreme. But this, I don't, this is a very slippery slope. This is everything bleeds into another. There's no, everything's freaking clear as mud. Yeah. hundred percent. Even we were even talking like ritualistics or, you know, you were like brujas and the idea, like some devout Catholics nowadays will also still practice witchcraft and you share your stats, actually share your stats. So like yes. when I was in my research, I, I even said this before. I'm like, I always, I wish it was a statistic. I was actually so pleasantly surprised that there was a stat here for this. Yeah. Like just made my heart sing. Um, 61% of Christians have at least one new age belief that was like whoa but where's the line where does new age belief start because i mean it could start at yoga Mm -hmm. which i personally don't think that yoga is spiritual or religious i love yoga i do it i was hardcore advanced yoga yogi you know and yet and i don't think it's spiritual at all and it's totally frowned frowned upon and a lot of a lot of religions anyways that's that's one of those that i just feel like it needs to be mentioned that's one of those that's devoid because of commercialization as well totally because because if you go to the roots of it it is very spiritual 
it is incredibly spiritual. The entire, like all of the practices, it's, you know, Kundalini as well. So commercialized. The breath of it, the hold, the hand, the hand, like being in Shavasana where you're like laying down. Like, don't come for me if I fucked that up. Okay. I was going to say, girl, I am like the anti-yoga, not not meaning like I have anything against it. Like, I'm the people that yoga people, if they learn about me, they're like, you're the person that needs it the most because I'm so inflexible and I hate it. I'm so bored by yoga. I like don't fit in in that. And now everybody knows my beliefs on that. So you can't no, you, talk. You actually need mobility work, girl. You don't need yoga. You need mobility work. And yeah, there's nothing Pilates boring machine. about that. Anyway, so back to my stat. (laughs) Only 22% of atheists believe in at least one new age, like, concept. I guess it's really not surprising. No. Given the fact that they don't believe in God at all, like, there is not an existence of God, so why would they believe in anything new age, which is tied to spirituality and something beyond yourself and agnostic people only 56 percent of agnostic people um held one or more new age belief see that's actually surprising and that's and that to me is also very was very surprising like that christians hold more there's more christians that hold more new hold the new age belief that's than agnostics so most Very people know what agnostics are but just the plain definition of agnostic would just be like again you you believe in a higher power and you have i'm just going to say spiritual beliefs i think a lot of agnostics still are christian but you don't have to be but you don't define it as any one religion so that's, it's literally a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known as the existence or nature of god or of anything beyond material phenomena. A person who okay. claims neither faith nor disbelief in God. Oh, okay, great. There you go. That is the dictionary.com definition. The libertarian of the spiritual world. Dang, <laughs> it is. I'm just, I'm just messing. I'm just playing around, guys. Um, that's just, that's funny. Um, so I, so this is, this just draws us back to, so like commercialization of new age, obviously huge. Then like major names leave the online spiritual business space for Christianity. And that's huge because it not only shakes your, the the belief that you put in them, but the belief that you put in these practices, because these people adamantly are out there on these stages. And having crazy experience, a lot of the people that have gotten into this, it's like you said too, like a lot of them will start having dark experiences. I read about that as well. A lot of them had, you know, like I said, there were tax issues and a different one. It was like a lot of heavy dreams, spiritual things. I've actually had a lot of, a lot more supernatural experiences than the average person knows about me. Kind of only my close friends know. So like, that was another thing that drove me closer. I was actually always terrified of the occult because of my Christian upbringing. I was terrified to die because I was already having weird experiences I couldn't explain. So I was just like, heck no, I don't want a portal. I don't want a gateway, right? Like, but that's where the slippery slope comes in again, because like if six out of 10 Christians believe and or practice in a new age principle, it's not like, where's the line then? Where's the line between the two? Like where, where does this come from? What's funny is that it seems like a slippery slope 
into new age, right? Like it seemed, and I I keep saying slippery slope. I'm not meaning it in a bad way. I'm just like kind of literally imagining like a snow hill. Like you're just on a sled and it's just like, and all of a sudden you're in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then like every single person that I studied, and you mentioned this as well, the coming back to God, the coming back to Christianity, the three that I studied, every single one had a very similar experience where they were having this kind of calling to go to church for like, a few years or this calling back to God, they weren't really like paying attention. And then almost everyone, they were either in a sermon or experiencing something. And they said they felt this overwhelming wash of love come over them that could only be described as true love as God's love. And that was their, so like the pendulum, it really is a pendulum swing back to Christianity because it's just like every single one of them had this hard stop. It mm-hmm. was like, it was this, indis- and these are people that that practice channeling, that practice mediumship, that practice these spirit talks. And so like, you can question it and be like, well, how do they know that's God's love? Which is a question I had as a child, like, okay, how do you know that this was God channeling the books of the Bible? Like if channeling in and of itself is like, no, 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 not you because it's a spirit. It's like, well, then how did all these were different men? How do you know every single one of those was God, right? Like that's a natural. I questioned that as a kid. I questioned that as a kid as well, learning about the Bible. Yeah. And then you hear like books have been erased over time or like gotten rid of through, through, and this is organization again, but it's like, okay, so then that's not even a full, that's, that's a human choice for what you're deeming as something that's God and God's knowledge is taught that it's all knowing versus the human mind, which is limited. So that already seems messed away. Like there's so many red flags, but like, that's, what's so interesting is that the swing back then it's like it's from people that are practicing this stuff where it's like, they're clearly describing something that they've never felt in anything else that they all otherwise believe to be true to the point that they're just done like mm-hmm. business at, for like so a, every a way one back of to the testimonials that I was like reading. It was all a hard stop too. Yeah. Hard stop. Like literally all a hard stop. Yeah. So while like the, the circumstances that kind of got them to that point may have been you right. know, different. Like some of them, right. There was a few where I was like, wow, like to endure all of that. I, I, it was very like traumatic shit that was happening back to back to back to back to back. Um, and then it basically like, you know, hard stop. And then her situation and circumstance changed like the people are, you know, people passed. So obviously that didn't, but like some of the other like warfare basically that was happening in her life ceased to exist after she gave up her business basically in these like practices. So let's bring that back to the online spiritual business space and the new age space, because that's essentially what people are selling, right? Is this freedom from pain and from circumstances you can't control. But the truth is there are so many things that we literally have normalized in the space that are very detrimental or can be very detrimental to health. So it's regularly advocated to go off medications. Mm -hmm. Most Christians other than Christian scientists actually will fall back on science and Western med, not all, you know, and not all forms, you know, aborted fetuses and vaccines is one of the arguments and things like that. So I'm not blanket statementing, but like new age is very much like 
natural health practices, right? Uh-huh. First and foremost. So it's like go off medications. There are no mental illnesses. We normalize the dark night of the soul, which literally for people that don't know, it's like you're going through a psychotic break. Like it's very dark and it's very lonely. And in a modern westernized world, it would potentially look like severe anxiety and depression, maybe even PTSD, right? Like trying to self-help your way out of some things that have happened in your life by facing them without trained help. And I'm not judging this one way or another. I'm just saying this is very normalized. And then ascension flu is very normalized where this idea Mm -hmm. that like, oh, I'm going up to this next level of being, which is actually, this is believed in the space. And so I'm experiencing ascension flu, like flu-like symptoms Which is, again, it's funny because relating back to some of these women and what you were saying too, as they were trying to leave, as they made the decision to leave for Christianity, some of them reported incredibly ill effects Mm -hmm. where they they described it as though it was like an entity clinging on that knew it was being forced out and being left similar like oh, not- people after people would would stay like the mo- like the demons don't want you to open your eyes so the moment that you begin to open your eyes to like what's happening they cling on harder right. and it get it gets harder and harder to leave and because they don't they want you to stay asleep basically okay so i have to just quote this so something that might like we were talking about what our churches tell us not to listen to and one of mine was hotel california by the because they were associated with like a Satanism church leader in California, I believe. I think so. So Hotel California, like literally one of the lines is you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Mm -hmm. And that it's, we were taught, but it also makes sense that it's this bigger reference to the idea of whether you want to say hell or purgatory or, you know, falling, falling deeper into a new age wormhole and then trying to you know, come back to God's love. If that's what you believe, there's this, there's this like huge, huge fallout. It's such a strange one because I like, if I were to try to sum it up in final thoughts, it's near impossible. (laughs) But if I were to try to, it really would be that the deeper I dove, the more surprised I was by my pull towards Christianity and like you said, rereading the Bible from another standpoint, because I'm not, I still have those same questions that were lingering. I still know why I fell into this. I haven't had this deep love wash over me. And I feel like it would take an experience like that to make me full pendulum swing because I've enjoyed so much of my new age, occult, spiritual journey. Right. And a lot of the times, even as I was going through it, like, I never doubt it's, it's weird. Like I, I also never doubted Christianity. It was almost more like, I didn't feel like Christianity offered the full story as it's taught, as it's taught. Mm -hmm. That's the important distinction. And then when you only have human interpretations of a being that supposedly is all knowing that our brains will never comprehend, doesn't that lead like that's, that's where my brain would need the experience of like a full washover, right? to be able to go back because without that, like new age promises, all the same things. Like you said, this woman, like all of a sudden there's like warfare going on, there's people dying and all this other new age promises that. And and the online spiritual business space sells that what they're selling 
is freedom from problems. What a lot of people that get into this space want to do is they want to help others. Truly, Mm -hmm. that's how it starts. It -hmm. truly starts from a place of good and wanting to help others and believing you have these gifts. Like heart-centered businesses. That's a huge one in the space, right? Heart-centered soulpreneurs, right? Like Mm -hmm. nobody rejects these Christian terms. There's still beliefs in souls. There's still belief in the power of God. It just becomes so intermingled. And like the deeper no. that we dove into this, the more it was just like it without some life altering experience, you cannot separate. Like once you're in, you cannot separate them. I feel like it's not my place to give a final thought on that. Like I could be judgmental as hell on every other topic. This is so personal. I was just like, it's so curious to kind of like have this conversation and do the research because there's so many online businesses that talk about God, but they're not Christian or religion based. And it's very interesting that how people are called to these like esoteric principles and teachings and, and methods like tarot and mediums and psychic readings. All of that stuff is very esoteric. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting, like when we decided to really dig into this with the lens of like, this is what we're seeing in the online business. It actually just made me very like, it ain't my fucking role to to be like this or this, like, absolutely. It's a very like intimate and private thing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like this episode just feels like an open-ended where it's just like, Happy Halloween <laughs> and All Saints Day. <laughs> Happy Halloween, me. Till next anyway. time. <laughs> Till next time. If you want to stay a fly on the wall for future conversations, remember to hit subscribe to stay in the loop. For those looking to spill the tea, head on over to IWantTheTea.com and join the discussion. I'm Gwen. And I'm Katie. See you around. Bye.